He's the amazing Dr. Gray. He's Mr. Organized. He can organize your life, too. And if rash develops, discontinue use. This is the world-famous Strictly Business Show with me, Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world with all the business love you really need. StrictlyDrJ.com. Strictly D-O-C-T-O-R-J.com. Remember, right here on New HD Los Angeles this Friday night and every Friday night at 8 p.m., it's the Strictly 80s Rewind Show, hosted by yours truly, when we celebrate the greatest decade in music, the 80s, every Friday night, 8 p.m., right here on New HD Los Angeles, LA's Rock and Bop. Good morning to you. Happy Tuesday. You're going to have a great day. Why? Because Dr. J says so. Believe that. Okay? What? You want me to tell you you're going to have a bad day? I'm not going to tell you you're going to have a bad day. You're going to have a good day. Say it with me. Dr. J, I'm going to have a good day. Because Dr. J says so. All right. Let's move on and get some strictly business headlines going. Okay, we're going to start off in bad, bad teacher business. An investigation is underway after a substitute teacher was allegedly caught watching adult content in class at a West Covina Elementary School. Say what? You are a heathen. That's what you are, a heathen. No argument here. The incident was reported at Cameron Elementary School on Friday, according to a release from the school district. Students allege the sub teacher was viewing inappropriate images. You are a heathen. That's what you are, a heathen. Let's just say what it was. Let's call it like we see it. We didn't see it, but he did. It was porn. The sub was watching porn on his cell phone while on school property. Man, you are one twisted f- you think? <laughs> the substitute teacher in question was immediately removed from the classroom and school property. This could very well be the stupidest person on the face of the earth. That's all you had to say. Now, apparently the teacher would not let students leave the class. This was a fifth grade class, by the way. But one student broke out and called his father. Now, I'm a father of two boys. I cannot imagine getting a phone call like this because I'd be up there quick. All right. The principal of the school acknowledged the incident in an email to the parents of the students in the classroom, as well as the West Covina Police Department. I hope they share that with all the parents of the school, but I'm sure the word is out. Parents are set to hold a protest outside of the elementary school today. Now, I'm not sure why they're protesting. It's unclear if this is a negligent hiring, meaning someone dropped the ball on the background check. And there is an extensive background check to work in public education on all levels. I taught at UCLA a few summers back, and believe me, they fingerprint you and the whole nine yards. But every criminal doesn't have a criminal record. You have to be arrested, prosecuted, and convicted for that to happen. If that doesn't happen, on paper, you're a law-abiding citizen. And make no mistake about it, this is a criminal act exposing minors to lewd material of a sexual nature. If he's lucky, he'll just never work in education again, okay? Because there could be charges filed. Now, the only thing I can think of is there are previous claims to similar past behavior that were dismissed or overlooked by the school district to hold them liable, meaning that he has done this before and people rolled him up and it got hidden or tossed out or nobody really cared because we need substitutes. 
Now, I don't have to tell my audience in the Strictly Business universe that this is a bad idea. As a workplace expert, you're supposed to be doing your job first and foremost. But if you do have downtime, you're not supposed to be on your phone looking at stuff like this. Because if you are using their Wi-Fi, if they really wanted to, they could track you down and find out who's looking at what material and you can get fired that way. But this is bad form all the way around. He's not very secretive. I don't know if he had to sound up, if he's disturbed. He could probably be a decent guy, but he just made a really, really bad decision and he thought nobody could see him. Either way, he is gone and he should not be allowed near children or educating anybody anywhere for the rest of his life. So yeah, good luck, buddy. You blew that job. Okay. Moving on to In God We Rust Business, attention cyber truck users. Some Tesla owners say their cyber trucks are starting to rust after being caught in the rain. Say what? In a post on the Cyber Truck Owners Club forum, a member wrote that they'd collected their vehicle on February 1st and were warned that day that rain could cause it to rust. In another post, the same user said the car started developing rust spots after just two days in the rain. I'm not gonna do what you all think I'm gonna do, which is just pull us out. Now, according to Mead Metals, a Minnesota metal services company, stainless steel is prone to rust in certain environments. A blog post on its website says that rust is often a result of water exposure, although it can also be caused by exposure to damaging chemicals like saline, grease, or prolonged exposure to heat. Don't you see they're making a fool out of you? (laughs) A second user on the Cyber Truck Owners Club forum said after a rainy day wrote, quote, I noticed the corrosion was forming on the metal like other people have noticed, so I decided to start documenting it and bringing it to Tesla's attention. Don't you see they're making a fool out of you? (laughs) Now, Elon the Musk said the Cybertruck was literally bulletproof with its ultra-hard stainless steel body when he revealed the electric vehicle in 2019. It's almost as if you have no business training at all. That's all you had to say. (laughs) Was great, it's bulletproof in case somebody's shooting at you, but is it rainproof? Now, this may be a bigger story or sound like a bigger story than it actually is. For those of you of a certain age, I am a proud Gen Xer. I grew up seeing old rusted cars driven by people like my grandparents. Through the 1950s, cars were made of metal and steel. Of course, this was back in the day when people washed and waxed their own cars, hard to believe. But today, I don't know if you want to have a vehicle you have to take to the body shop every time it rains. It won't be that much for people in SoCali, but if you live in a place like Seattle, that could be a serious problem. Now, some users said they took it to the body shop and it was totally correctable. A little buffing and waxing could take care of that. But a few weeks ago, I mentioned a story about how Elon Musk makes his manufacturing line workers sleep on the line when they're coming out with a new product and they got a deadline to meet. This was confirmed by a former employee that worked for him up north. So I'm not saying anything out of school here. And if this is the result of people overworked that are overlooking things like this, this is just another one of many bad ideas coming from Tesla and Musk. We know about those self-driving vehicles that went haywire and space shuttles blowing up in sky. So I think Elon Musk needs to slow things back a little bit and focus on quality because he is losing it. 
All right, and finally, in who's responsible for this business, it's an almost inevitable part of any shopping experience. You enter a store and end up pushing, pulling, lifting, and or dragging your busted ass shopping cart through the aisle. <laughs> as one of the wheels takes you and your blood pressure for the ride of your life. Let us be f***ing honest. This is a crucifixion. This is political. And don't tell me it's not. <laughs> well, you could be more right than you know. A long-circulating urban myth holds that retailers deliberately make the carts wall out to slow your roll down the aisle, hoping the effect will focus on your attention to more merchandise. The effect? I'll tell you what the effect is. It's pissing me off. <laughs> However, Alex Polos, the sales director of R.W. Rogers, which supplies thousands and thousands of shopping carts to companies like Whole Foods, he blames the consumer, saying over time, pulling carts through the bumpy parking lot, wrestling them across doorways, warps the castic plates, the metal piece that attaches the wheel mechanism to the cart's body. If that caster plate gets twisted just a little, it might lift the wheels up, and then both wheels are not touching the ground at the same time, basically. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Well, Mr. Pulos, if that's your real name. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm a horrible, horrible, horrible grocery cart handler, but they can at least take it out of circulation. And by the way, I don't have this problem at Costco, Whole Foods, or Trader Joe's. There's always the Stater Brothers and the Vons and the Food for Less of the world. So that's why I don't go there much. But look. We all see the poor kid out there shuffling around in the parking lot, pulling these carts together. He can't take them out of commission unless he has the same problem we do. Management just doesn't care. Look, bottom line, we don't care how or why the cart is messing up. We don't care about that. We want y'all or somebody to take it out of circulation. That's the bottom line. I'm not going to fix it myself. Get on it, please let the young man pulling the cars because I'm sure he's ruffling around all day. I'm sure he doesn't want to spend his whole shift fighting with carts with crazy satanic wheels spinning around in circles. So let's just remove them out of commission. I'm a bad grocery shop cart handler. I didn't need to hear that. All right, that's it for Strictly Headlines today. <laughs> you have got the Strictly Business Show with me. Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world on New HD Los Angeles. Mm -hmm.